Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Amari Podcast Pro Wrestling Show with your host, Amari Shoemaker, and co-host, Daniel Sala. Get ready for your main event. It's time to rumble. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Yamari Shoemaker of Yamari Podcast Pro Wrestling Show with your co-host, Daniel Sala, and we have a special guest. We have my favorite X Division star from Impact Wrestling, Jake Christ. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm your favorite? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Thank you for that. Yes. That's amazing. I mean, you yes. got Juan, you got, you got all those guys. I know, but I just I just picked you out because you you know, man, I haven't seen you you know on Impact Television in a while, and I just wanted to ask you how has it been like the whole year of 2020, and what are your plans for 2021? Oh man, it's uh, it's had its ups and downs for sure, uh, just like everybody else uh, across the world. Uh, dealing with COVID's been a big issue, you know. Um, uh, de- dealt with a lot of uh, deaths. It's uh, it was one hell of a crazy year, uh, I'll have to say. But uh, as far as the future goes, I feel like it's bright. I, I should wear shades inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, because man, 2020 is. I know what you mean. It's been one crazy year for me as well, and Daniel because he actually got COVID. Uh, Ooh. Uh, yeah, I had to deal. I dealt with it. So yeah, I kind of I know a little bit about what it's like. But yeah, 2020 has definitely been crazy. I definitely agree. You know. Yeah. It's in the rearview mirror to, to be That's, honest. Hopefully, uh, it's you know a start 2021. Hopefully, you know starts to look a little bit brighter. Like I said, uh, as far as not just my uh, career, but or future, you know, but you know just how the overall world looks as a whole, you know, like, um, it seems like Japan's doing pretty decent after, uh, watching, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. That was pretty awesome. Uh, they, they look like they got some crowds going, like they're doing everything right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. saw that. I saw that. It was, uh, I didn't get to see the show. I'm going to actually watch it here in a few days, but, uh, it did look like they did, were able to get some crowds in there. So it was pretty sweet to see. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they, all you got to do is wear your mask. <laughs> right exactly yeah. that's kind of and, the, like uh, the stressor of the whole year like yeah, wear your mask like it and you know because i work out too you know every day so it's like just work just just wear your mask and wipe down your equipment is all i have <laughs> right yeah that's all you so, gotta do right so i want to talk to you about this because i've always wanted to ask somebody for ben pack this question so back in 2017 I know there was a change in power. I don't know if you experienced that change of power because Dixie Carter was in charge of Impact Wrestling. Then she kind of like gave the power over to Anthem. So were you was did you come around that time? Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't involved uh, with that switch. I was involved with the Jeff Jarrett and like Scott Demore and Don and all of them guys coming in and uh you know I I I went through that transition of um you know but as far as Dixie I've never even met Dixie. <laughs> okay. Okay. So how was that transition though from Jeff Jarrett to Scott Demore and well, Anthem? It, it 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 seemed like it was uh just night and day like uh one day 
uh, uh, Jeff was there, and one day he he was gone. And next thing you know, uh, Scott and them, Scott and Don are in uh, in charge, and it was off to the races. And a, a lot of the, the the locker room believed in those guys. And like I said, I, I think everybody was hungry. And we were just all on the same page as far as, you know, let's just go out there and have the best matches we can. Right. And I think it showed in the product. Right, because I've watched Impact for a very long time. Um, I've saw its ups and downs. Um, they really changed, like, the company all around, and I love every minute of it because – you know, a lot of people's like, oh, T- you know, TNA is dying. Impact is is gone. It's never coming back. It's not gonna uh, get any more fans. It's done. And I was like, well, Impact is going to come back, and you you guys are going to see. It's going to make a great comeback. And you know, the roster obviously has you know developed and and changed over the years. Different you know faces came in, and I love the talent that Impact had. You know has produced on TV. Um, man, I mean, what a great roster. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, like I said, I was, a, I was a part of that roster, you know, and looking at that roster now, it's, I mean, it's, it's only getting stronger. Right. Cause they you signed, know? they signed, they, they signed, uh, amazing talent this, uh, you know, this past year in 2020, Absolutely. uh, you had Heath come over, uh, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, they came over. Uh, Eric Young, I think that was like the biggest surprise of like Impact Wrestling's like history as, you know, because, you know, we had Rob Van Dam, he returned, you know, the year of 2020. But yep. this year they, they really picked a great surprise in Eric Young, man. I would love for you to work with Eric Young too. I would too. I mean, I could. I know I can learn a lot from him, and uh, his style is right up my alley. And like I said, with uh, the the places he's been, and you know the uh, the amount of time that he's put in the business, you know, I, I look up to guys like Eric Young. You know, uh, the veterans before me, I have a lot of respect for, and Eric Young is definitely one of those guys I have a lot of respect for. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. I definitely want to just to add. You know, it's cool to see like a roster that's just so dedicated to really just putting on a great show, you know? That's and you right. can just you can tell from top to bottom that they're all just dedicated to just like doing the best they can. Right. What they have. And and when you got leaders like Sammy Callahan, you know, leading that locker room like that, I mean it's it's only gonna make everybody wanna work at that extra or extra harder. Yeah, 'cause when O V E came on the scene I was like, we haven't had a dominant team, a faction since probably the aces and eights. Right. Um, and when you guys came in, I was like, I like this group. Because <laughs> Sammy Callahan, I know he, he, you know, he came in, you know, with you and your brother at a uh, bountiful glory in, in Canada, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, well, he came in, uh, is the 5150 street fight. Yeah. With, uh, uh, LAX. Yep. That was a, that was a brutal match. It was, it was, <laughs> it was a brutal all our matches with LAX were brutal. Like that's that's what made our rivalry so awesome. You know, it's again, it was uh, two team or two factions that wanted to go out there and steal the show, and you know, I, th- I think it made everybody else work that that harder, extra hard. Right. You know, it only made the product uh, better. And I love what you guys did uh, with Eddie Edwards. Like that was. <laughs> 
That I mean, was a tense. Sammy's bashing Eddie Edwards in the eye with the baseball bat, you know, was probably the best thing that ever could have happened to OVE. Yeah, that I remember seeing that, and yeah, I, that that made that popped the internet really. I mean, that Absolutely. was like a sensation there. That and was, now they're they're feuding again. They yeah, got Kim Shamrock to the mix. Yeah, getting ready to have another uh, barbed wire massacre, right? Yep, and uh, hard to kill. I can't yep. wait to see it. I know that's going to be crazy. Yeah. And a lot of people's a lot of people have been saying, you know, okay, Sammy Kellahan has Ken Shamrock. Would it be cool if Kurt Angle came out of retirement? Because everybody thought that he would be at Bound for Glory uh, because he did like a, somewhat of a tease, uh, I think, on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, he posted, a, I think, a picture of him in uh, back in his uh, prime when he was in TNA. So a lot of people was like, you know, it'd be cool if he came and, you know, kind of helped out, you know, Eddie Edwards a little bit with Ken Shamrock because people have been wanting to see Kim Shamrock and Kurt Angle go against each other for the longest. That would be – that. that's a dream match for any fan, you know. Uh, I would love to see that match, especially in uh, Impact Wrestling. And, you know, with uh, the shape that Ken Shamrock is in right now, because he's yeah. been up close and seen how, like, impressive that guy is. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, with, the, with the age that he is, it's, it's crazy. I would love to see those guys, uh, you know, just put out an impact and have them just, you know, let them go. Yeah. That would um, be good. I know for – uh, for this year, you know, I really want impact, and I've always said said this: the X division back back then they had so many competitors. You know, you know they had AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, Suicide, who's in Impact, um, whoever's playing them, because you know everybody has that uh, that you know that thought. Who's Isn't playing it Suicide? Huh? Isn't Suicide AC Romero? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's my guess. My guess is it's AC, it's AC Romero. It might be CJP. I think or, it's AC Romero. Body similar. Never <laughs> seen those two dudes in the same spot. It might be Johnny Swinger. I, 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 my guess is AC Romero. It's possible. A question I wanted to ask was uh, what were some of your favorite wrestling promotions growing up? What were you into? As a fan, oh, I was like, huge in the ECW. Um, but when I was a kid, when I got introduced to wrestling, it was uh, WWF. You know, I was a huge Hulkamaniac, Hulkamaniac, uh, Giant, uh, uh, the Ultimate Warrior, and the Rockers is uh, who I uh, remember most as a kid. Uh, but then when I um, uh, started going in high school, um, I uh, learned about the extreme championship wrestling in Philadelphia, and I just fell in love with uh, wrestling all over again with ECW. And speaking of two ECW stars, you got Tommy Dreamer and Rhino on the roster. How was it like working with them? And I got to I got to wrestle with both those guys, so it was it was a dream come true, getting hit in the head with a uh, kendo stick by Tommy Dreamer, <laughs> and then uh, getting a gore by Rhino. As much pain as all that was, <laughs> dreams hurt, kids. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure that was painful seeing it's Rhino absolutely painful <laughs> seeing Rhino gore people for the past twenty years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
It is cool that you got to work with some of your uh, wrestling idols growing up. That Absolutely. is awesome. Growing you up, know. you know, uh, and, and I was a huge Hardy Boy fan, uh, which was brought me back to uh, WWF and then uh, um, the Attitude Era and stuff like that. I was, I was, huge, at, I was huge into WCW, too, as I was uh, into Insane Clown Posse. So I kind of followed them from which uh, wrestling promotion they jumped to. And it was like they went to ECW, WCW, then WWF. And I just remember falling in love with the Hardy Boys and then uh, the Brood, like uh, the, the, the first uh, Brood. And then when uh, the Hardy Boys went with uh, Gangrel, yeah. oh, it was, that, that the entrance was awesome. But uh, <laughs> that's what made me uh, love wrestling all over again. And that's uh, what made me pursue it. Yeah, you mentioned ICP, so were they a kind of an influence on, like, your character, or were there any other outside influences that you had? When I first started, absolutely, uh, my wrestling name was Crazy J, so I absolutely <laughs> was uh, influenced by uh, Insane Clown Posse, but then when I had uh, my first child, I uh, kind of stopped uh, listening to him. I listened to him from high school all the way until uh, my first, or actually uh, middle school all the way up until uh, I had my first child. And then uh, I was kind of like, kind of that crossroads where you realize <laughs> you can't be bumping ICP and getting a toddler out of, uh, or yeah. a baby out of the car seat. Right. <laughs> stop listening to music as a whole. And uh, yeah, I think it was about four or five years of just stop listening to music. And then I just uh, kind of... Uh, went from there and kind of discovered uh, or, uh, music all over again. And this is, you know, why you see uh, the characters like the artist and, and then uh, the modern man in black is basically uh, based off of like rock and roll music and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. What was it like uh, winning the X Division title? Because I know you beat Rich Swan on an episode of Impact back in 2019. Getting to wrestle one of your best friends for a major championship in a different country, because uh, uh, I beat Rich Swan in Canada, so uh, that was a not only a dream come true, but like it was it was just kind of like one of those deals where we we wanted to have a killer match, and I think um, championships are um if if you can if people can remember who you beat for your uh championship and then uh who your who your first uh, title defense was and then your you know who beat you for it if you can have those three great matches people will remember your run so right. hopefully people will remember my my uh little run as X Division champion and like hopefully you uh you will be back in impact soon hopefully <laughs> I hope uh, you know. Never say never in this business. Uh, I love uh, I love Impact Wrestling. It's uh, they shaped me as a uh, individual, as a person. So I have nothing but love and respect for every single person uh, from top to bottom uh, in Impact Wrestling. I wish them nothing but luck. Yeah, because they've been like I said, they've been doing been a it. amazing job. They've been killing it. You know, they got Kenny Omega. How do you feel about that? Them having Kenny Omega. It's AEW World Champion. The partnership with AEW alone and uh, Kenny Omega on screen of Impact Wrestling is just huge in itself. So, I mean, it's it can only mean great things for the company. 
Yeah, do you do you think that we'll see more uh crossovers with the uh I hope the... so. I mean I, I I can't I can't really tell you um what I would know or what because I'm not with the company anymore, but uh, right. I hope so as a fan watching uh both products I, I hope to see more uh crossover. I mean Yeah, definitely crossover. Yeah. But are there any are there any newer guys just on the scene in general? Uh, doesn't have to be just impact that you see like some potential in that you really like. There's a uh, right now. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of focused on uh, IWA Mid South, uh, but guys like you know Aaron Williams, Jay, uh, uh, like Gary J, you know guys like that. That uh, they're 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 awesome. Um, uh, yeah, like uh, Larry D. But you already know that. Right. Uh, <laughs> amazing. But yeah, uh, that, that's a, you know I I, I kind of just focus on uh, just doing one independent right now with all the uh, pa- with the pandemic unless um, uh, shows um, run with like no uh, fans and stuff like that. But as, I'm just trying to be as safe as possible during this pandemic as far as wrestling. I do got to make a living, uh, but uh, I that I kind of just uh, focus on uh, IWA Mid South right now being their world champion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what is that what is that like uh working in a pandemic, you know? I mean, it's um it's it's scary, but you just got to be smart. You know, like I said, uh, I'm a big I'm a I'm a firm believer on wearing your mask of all times and 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 you know, like I I don't wear it when I wrestle, but as soon as I get back, I throw it back on. I wear my hands I throw my uh hand sanitizer on. I constantly are washing my hands. So, I mean, if you're, if you're doing it right and you're uh, actually following the guidelines and stuff like that and the protocols, then, you know, you, you should be, I would think, you know, you'd be fine. I've, I've wrestled during the whole pandemic and, you know, knock on wood, I've been, uh, I've been fine and all my tests came up negative. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm really yeah. happy that you're able to work during these, yeah, like, I mean, really I mean, just troubling times, you know? It, it, it sucks, you know, it, it, uh, it sucks that it's uh, during this uh, horrible time and, the, and that the world's suffering through, but I'm uh, also uh, thankful that I get to go out and entertain those fans that uh, do get to come out and uh, watch, because right now they're uh, most, uh, even independent wrestling, uh, they're, they're running out of, uh, like, a 50... 50 limit capacity as far as uh, fans and locker room is involved. So, I mean, like some, and, and a lot of uh, feds, uh, I know like war wrestling in uh, war Ohio and uh, Lima, Ohio, they're doing everything right. As far as uh, the crowd has to exit one way and they're following all the protocols. So I'm glad to see a lot of uh, independent wrestling is following the guidelines, especially the ones that I'm on. Makes me feel better. <laughs> right. How was it like uh, transitioning from wrestling in front of the crowd and then going into the uh, into tapings, knowing that you just had to wrestle in front of empty arena? Well, um, I before Impact Wrestling, I was a uh, professional wrestler for 15 years, so I was kind of <laughs> I was kind of used to uh, wrestling. <laughs> with uh no to to zero or like 10 to zero crowds so there's been uh there's been shows that i've been on independent rise through my career where i've um you know there's like four or five people in the crowd right you know like i've wrestled where there was one person in the crowd 
so you just kind of used to it. So you know, you know, yeah, you you know, you kind of get the things you get used to in this business <laughs> is odd. But that's right. one thing I kind of got used to uh, early on in uh, in my career was wrestling uh, to uh, for for little to no people. Right. I got to ask this question. How was it like wrestling in the Ultimate X match? Because I was like, I got to ask him this question because I know it was painful. It looked painful, too. Not only was it painful, but it was scary as hell. <laughs> and I can imagine. tells you otherwise is full of shit. That match was scary <laughs> as hell. Those wires like. Those looks those seem to be a little bit higher than most. How sturdy are those wires? Because <laughs> over the years, over the years, I've seen like every X Division wrestler in Impact take crazy bumps, take insane bumps, and I think you actually did. Uh, you did a cutter, didn't you? Off off of them. Yeah, off I did of, a cutter off the one to uh, Ace Austin. Um, I've done a few off. I've done a couple crazy things off uh, those wires. I've gotten speared off those uh, wires. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You know, but uh, I, yeah, the, that match is uh, not only painful, but it's scary. Yeah. That's yeah. like, wow. I was like, I could not take a bump off of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> could not take a bump I, off of that. I probably definitely... took a couple years off of my life for uh, that match for sure. Definitely wild, yeah. I can just imagine working the next division, you know, Ultimate X match. Just all that goes along with that, you know, it's just crazy. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to ask too. Uh, we lost Brody Lee here recently, you know, and yeah. I just wanted to ask if you had any memories or just uh, thoughts on that. I um, on him. I. I, I, I was in the uh, independence, you know, with him uh, as far as like uh, Ring of Honor and uh, like we, we got to, I got to be on a couple of shows uh, that Brody was on, but I never really uh, became uh, friends with him. Um, it was kind of like, I probably had, you know, maybe one, one conversation that maybe was a couple of, you know, long, uh, throughout my career. I wish I would have known him as a, you know, uh, as all these stories are coming out on how wonderful of uh, a person that he was. Uh, but as far as uh, any memories or stuff like that, and unfortunately, I don't have any. Um, I wasn't lucky enough to uh, to be on the road with him. You know, uh, I, I started around the same time, but um, our, our paths would cross periodically, you know, maybe Ring of Honor and Dragon Gate USA. But um, he got signed... Um, I think uh, once uh, I got up, like, towards the Rochester, you know, New York area uh, in my career. So I just missed Bernie Lee. But I heard all all the great uh, stories on an amazing human being he was. And for sure, um, you know, when they say the good die young, that's that's the truth, especially when it comes to Bernie Lee. Yeah, it was it was really uh, heartbreaking to hear uh, the passing of him. Oh, Uh, yeah. When, like, when AEW uh, first posted uh, about his passing, I I can't believe it. A lot of people thought it was, um, you know, a part of his character. They was like doing some type of storyline with him, but I was like, no, I don't think they would <laughs> do something like that. I was I like, this so, is pretty yeah. serious. Yeah, 
it's it's a shame. Yeah. So, what are your plans uh, uh, for 2021, as far as your wrestling career goes? Like, what are your goals? Uh, first of all, I just want to see how uh, everything uh, ends up with the pandemic. I want to make sure everybody's safe and safe and healthy, and then uh, go from there. You know, uh, my my goals is to obviously uh, go overseas. I would love to wrestle in Japan, uh, and just kind of I, I I love uh, I love what I'm doing right now as far as uh, you know just going around the independent scene. And I just love to continue to do that. And uh, you know, uh, like I said, uh, my my goals in uh, 2021, if everything you know shapes up and the borders open up, I'd love to do some international work for sure. Yeah, that would definitely be cool because a lot of guys, you know, from the uh, from the states, they go over to New Japan, and you know they they put on awesome matches. So I would love to see you go there too, and you know, have some great matches as well. That'd be amazing. Maybe you can run into John Moxley. Depends on how the pandemic uh, shapes up, you know. Right. That's that's where I'm looking at at this point. Maybe you run into John Moxley. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) <laughs> but thank you for uh coming on the show. We appreciate it. This is has been awesome episode. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and hopefully we can have you on again. Yeah, just hit me up, man. Uh thank you. Yeah, this has been awesome. We appreciate it very much. Hey folks, it's Yamari Shoemaker here, your host of Yamari Podcast Pro Wrestling Show. I want to remind you guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. And blah, 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 blah. And make sure you guys follow me on Twitter, Facebook. You can also listen to all of the content through YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor.